You are listening to the Next Best Picture podcast, and this is our review of The Iron Lady. I will never be one of those women who stay silent on the arm of her husband. One's life must matter, Dennis. That's why I want to marry you, my dear. Mrs. Thatcher, one simply has to make you look and sound like the leader that you could be. No matter how I've tried, I know I will never be truly one of them. Someone must save the unsayable. Methinks the lady doth screech too much! Alright everybody, you were just listening to the trailer for The Iron Lady, and the story is as follows. In her twilight years, former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher reflects on her life and career as she finally prepares to dispose of the belongings of her late husband, Dennis. Daughter of a Grantham grocer, she successfully bro- broke through a double-panned a double-pane glass ceiling of gender and class. Thatcher became the first female prime minister of the United Kingdom and remained as such for 11 consecutive years until declining popularity forced her to resign. The film is starring Meryl Streep, Jim Broadbent, Olivia Coleman, Ian Glenn, Richard E. Grant, Harry Lloyd, and Roger Allen. It is directed by Philippa Lloyd, it is written by Abby Morgan, and here to join me today for this 2011 throwback podcast review for our retrospective, I have Lauren LaMagna. Hello. Meredith Loftus. Hey there. And Isaiah Washington. Hello. So, The Iron Lady, one of many in a long line of historical biopics that at the time was a Weinstein film uh, and as such became an awards play for Meryl Streep and is most famously remembered for today for winning her her third Academy Award for Best Actress in 2011. Uh, This was uh, directed by Philippa Lloyd, who was following up her 2008 smash hit film Mamma Mia!, and you've got a supporting cast here of well-known British talent. And of course, we're covering uh, the life of a very polarizing figure in British politics. Now, I'm going to just say up front, I am no expert on British politics and history. So forgive me for that. If anything, I watch a movie like this to be taught about such things. We're going to get into a lot of that. We're going to get into uh, Meryl Streep's award season run later on here. Um, We're also going to talk about um, the way that its makeup also contended for award season two. Uh, We're going to dive into the movie now. I'm curious to know what everyone's thoughts are on this one because, oh man, do I have some thoughts to share for sure. Lauren LaMagna, starting off with you, what did you think of The Iron Lady? What did I think of the Iron Lady? Well, I'm going to say that this was a first viewing for me, um, which is why I love these retrospectives. You get to just click things off that you didn't back then. And yeah, I didn't watch this movie all the way back then. Um, I wasn't a huge, I'm not a huge fan of political films or period films. um, So it wasn't something I was rushing to see at the theater all those years ago. And I just took everyone's word when people said, Meryl, pretty good. I believed that Meryl was really good in a film. So yeah, it was always on the back burner, maybe not even on my watch list. I just know Meryl, she's good at her job. I believe everything that you guys say. So I was kind of excited to 
watch this because again, I didn't know that much about it. I just know Meryl Streep is playing Margaret Thatcher. I kind of know about her career and her controversy and what she stood for. And I think this movie is a very weird movie. That's, I think, the best adjective I have for it. I don't really understand what it's trying to say, which is kind of confusing. You really don't learn that much about this um, subject or and what she stands for and what she did. And I find that weird that this public figure that's so known, especially, you know, in 2011, and you just don't really talk about what she did and why she did it. You just know that she is a woman, so that's cool, and that it's quote-unquote cool that she has haters. I kind of don't get that. I just It's a weird movie. The point of view is weird. I don't understand why we're following her through, like, dementia and why she's just hallucinating everything. I don't understand the editing. I think it's weird. I think some of the shots are weird and the angles are weird. It's overall a weird movie that I think, at the end of the day, I wouldn't recommend. I know Meryl Streep is a great actress, and I do agree on that statement. But do I think that this performance by itself is worthy of Oscar number three? I don't I don't really think I think so. Okay. All right. Strong words out of the gate here from Lauren LaMagna. Let's head on over next to Meredith Loftus. Meredith, were you just as iron? Um, I, I don't know. I, it's late. I can't think of a good... <laughs> Were you hard on this film? What did you think? <laughs> so, like Lauren, this was actually a first-time watch for me. I think I was still in the haze of Meryl and Mamma Mia more than I was itching to see Meryl in The Iron Lady. I also don't have um, a strong knowledge of Margaret Thatcher and her political career, but I was definitely interested to watching this movie just because... It's a point in history and, you know, she was an influential woman for better and for worse. And of course, Meryl Streep won an Oscar for this. So I actually just finished watching it right before we started recording this. So all the all the thoughts are fresh. And I kind of agree with Lauren. I feel like this is kind of a weird movie. Um, there were just some interesting was an interesting take on a biopic considering that Margaret was still alive when this movie came out. I think it's pretty bold to uh, do that, especially for like a leader like her. And also the lack of getting into the nitty gritty of her politics, I thought was kind of odd and more focusing on her efforts with like the Falkland Island situation, like that just felt very like, okay. I also think because this was 2011, we were in this unique period of like these period, British period pieces with just weird angle shots, like some shots and editing kind of reminded me of the King's speech and not in a positive way. But I do think Meryl is really good. And I do like the idea of like, her dementia being the story structure and just like the frame of reference because it left me in a state of unease the whole time, kind of like the father did, but not in the way that I felt like anxiety, but like, I feel like they dropped it at one point and then they picked it back up again. So like, that was kind of weird, but on the whole, like, if I wasn't watching it for this, I could see this like on TV and like watch it once and be like, okay, 
watch it. Glad I did. Now I get to move on kind of thing. Okay. Alrighty. Isaiah Washington, what did you think? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This also, too, was a first-time watch for me. Oh, my God. Uh, yes. You're all babies. I get it. I, I get it. Baby. I'm <laughs> the youngest one here, and unlike Warhorse and The Help, which we previously talked about, this was one that, of course, I did not see early in that time period until now. I am a, a historical junkie myself. As someone who's constantly learning more and more, and this is a film that I wanted to watch because I wanted to know more about when it comes to the British political history and with Margaret Thatcher and just all this hype about her being one of the most influential leaders of the 20th century. And I think this movie is mediocre. I don't think this film really did the best job that it could have in trying to persuade me why was Margaret Thatcher such a big impact of her time period and for overall women and just leaders in general, no matter what gender that you are. There are definitely aspects within the film that I do like. Of course, Meryl Streep, she's she's fantastic i don't think this is like her top tier greatest performances of her career but it's definitely one of the better ones that she's given when i think of everything that i've seen from her i also really enjoyed some of the subplots and some of the the character moments that she's had that had this timeline back and forth between her and her dementia that she's been suffering in terms of the modern day and, of course, to her when she's in her prime, dealing with these issues and being the leader that she was. And I also think, of course, the makeup and hairstyling. There are some technical aspects of the film that I like in some of the cinematography. But then when you start to get into other areas I think the direction overall has let this movie down a bit in some areas within how her life is depicted montages. I don't have a problem with montages, but this movie really does skim through a lot of her life and a lot of how she got into the political game, how she was able to bypass this thinking of a woman can never be in this type of position. And while I don't have a problem with it depicting her later years, it feels very uneven and unfocused. A lot of that is due to the editing and this style that a lot of political thrillers or political films, this isn't a political thriller, but movies that involves those type of of those genres where it's this handheld style when you're zooming in and out. And I felt like it was very uneven. And at times, I don't think this is a 
bad, awful movie, but there's a lot left to be desired in terms of telling a story of this influential person. Y'all are being way too political here. Too nice. This is the most negative I've ever been, Matt. Yeah, well, I'm about to uh, make you look very positive. This, this movie is insufferable. I remember watching this in 2011, and I remember not liking it then, but Meryl Streep was such a captivating screen presence, still is to this, to this day. And so, of course, I was mesmerized by the transformation and the voice, the posture, the mannerisms depicting this woman who's suffering from dementia uh, with her fractured mind state. And yet, at the same time, I walked away from it feeling so hollow and forgetting so much of the movie that when I went to go watch it again here... I was actually kind of struck by how much I hated it on this latest rewatch. So much more than I remember feeling about it back in 2011. It was like I was watching the movie all over again. Now, I think a lot of that has to do with the fact that I've changed so much since 2011. And watching it now, it's frustrating to me because biopics follow a very standard formula. They're really not that hard to mess up. And here, this is like, if you were to put this up against something like, say, The Father, and you were trying to show how a deteriorating mind is being conveyed through editing and nonlinear storytelling and how you're able to pull a cohesive story out of that. I mean, this is just... This is crap. This is so, so poorly constructed. So much so that, as I said at the top here, I was hoping to at least walk away from this movie with a deeper understanding of British politics, of Margaret Thatcher's importance, um, not only for Great Britain, but also, too, for, you know, the, the rest of the world and how everyone else saw her. I got none of that out of this. Nothing. It was really, really hard for me to walk away with anything other than she's a woman in a man's world, which I'm sorry, not good enough. I've seen that. I've seen that movie done so much better than this. So, yeah, this is a oh, man, this is such a big no for me. I'm, I'm genuinely surprised how much of a no it is from me because I was hoping that there would be something here. So this was actually quite baffling for me, and I'd already seen it. That's that's the, the part that's even more surprising to me, is I probably should have known this heading in, but I at least, I don't know, I, I at least remembered it being watchable the first time I saw it, and I, I guess it is still watchable, right? You all found it watchable, right? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, it's it's easy to follow and it's not. But I guess that's the problem is that none of its themes are clear. Like, no, it's not presenting her as a character in a clear light. And it's not presenting any of its themes about what it wants the movie to actually be about other than 
oh look, a female politician. Isn't that such a, oh my God, like, oh, you know, I've never seen that before. It's like, that's all the movie cares about. Yeah, that's what I said, where I don't think the creative team knows what story they want to tell. Like, if they want to tell a story about a mind succumbing to dementia, we can tell that story. And I would have loved to see Meryl Streep just play, you know, a fictional character going through that. I know she would have killed it. And I do think those scenes of, you know, older Thatcher, Meryl's really good at it. And I love seeing her do the physicality of the role. I think she, again, phenomenal actor, phenomenal job. But I don't think the creative team wants to explicitly state Margaret Thatcher's beliefs, what she did, um, her political career, and the decisions she's made on behalf of the people of Great Britain because she is so controversial. So they're just assuming that we all know everything and we all know what she Mm -hmm. did and what her opinion and what her reaction was out of the British people, which I think hurts the film overall because at the end of the day, this is a story about Margaret Thatcher. It's not a fictionalized story about a person going through dementia. People are going to the movie to learn and see the story of Margaret Thatcher and the fact that the story is just the woman getting elected and then you don't really see what she does. You just know she's a conservative, but what that means that never gets added on, which makes it a very frustrating watch as someone who wants to learn more about the subject matter of a historical piece. Hey everyone, sorry to interrupt, but this is a preview of our 2011 retrospective review for The Iron Lady here on The Next Best Picture podcast. In order to get the full over hour long length review, you will have to head on over to Next Best Picture's Patreon, where for $1 minimum a month, you will get the rest of this review and other exclusive podcast content from us as well. You have been listening to The Next Best Picture podcast. We are proud to be part of the Evergreen Podcast Network, and you can subscribe to us anywhere where you subscribe to podcasts. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. We really appreciate your feedback and your support. Thank you so much for listening as always, and we will see you all next time. Hello, this is Gary Chachot welcoming you to check out the French History Podcast. Our main show covers the history of France from the first humans until present. If you liked Mike Duncan's The History of Rome and wanted a similar program covering the land of beauty, culture, and love, we are exactly that. We also host world-renowned scholars who have delivered guest episodes on their specialties, including 18th century pirates, revolutionary booksellers in 20th century Paris, the special friendship between the Marquis de Lafayette and Thomas Jefferson, and numerous others. Learn what you love and listen to the French History Podcast today.